0: Welcome to the Irish Tech News Podcast, presented by the tech doctor, Ronan Leonard. Hi, welcome to the Irish Tech News Podcast. Today I'm talking with uh, Gustav Lundberg-Torrensen, CEO and co-founder of Memo, and he's also on the Forbes 30 Under, under 30. So how are, you, how are you doing, Gustav?
1: Hi, I'm doing really well today. Thank you so much.
0: Now, before we start getting through this, tell us a bit about your background so we know who you are and where you came from.
1: Yeah, so I'm actually originally from uh, the south of Sweden, uh, from the countryside, actually from a farm. Um, and uh, my background is I started my first, uh, well, sort of first company when I was uh, 13 and selling lottery tickets in, in the neighborhood to get with my friends. But a real company when I was 18, so I've been involved in entrepreneurship since a very long time. Um, I also made Swedish military service um, and then have been studying business and uh, working in a mix of startups and larger larger companies such as J.P. Morgan and Boston Consulting Group. Um, But I've always been very interested in uh, in entertainment and uh, celebrity culture. So a year and a half ago, we started uh, Memo.me.
0: And what does Memo.me do?
1: So, Memo.me is a website and a marketplace where you can get personalized video greetings from celebrities. And uh, you can uh, you get them in your phone, onto text or email messages, and then you can send them to your family or friends or relatives.
0: So, is this audio or is it video as well?
1: No, that's videos. Yeah. So, it's all video. And um, we have over yeah, we have thousands of celebrities. Um, now over 2,000 um, and it's uh, in a wide range of uh, verticals such as comedians, athletes, actors, um, musicians and YouTubers and you name it.
0: So there must be interest in trying to figure out which people to actually get on your platform.
1: Yeah it is, uh, since it's uh, sort of a blue ocean of who can be on. Um, we, uh, we definitely see that you know, there are some verticals that are more popular than other. Typically, reality, um, sports, um, in football especially, has been working really well. And uh, people are, are interested in getting video messages from. Um, but it kind of varies over the year as well.
0: Yeah, because for us, basically, for me, typical reality stars are something like the Kardashians. And I'm not sure, they're again the kind of people that would actually would actually appear on your platform. <sighs>
1: <laughs> well, there's so many different types of, of reality TV, so, you know, every, every country have their own shows, yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, obviously the Kardashians, they're, they're the very big ones in the US, but they're also, um, you know, uh, Survivor and Love Island yeah. and, uh, yeah, so many of these kinds.
0: So it must be interesting when you were sitting and decide which person do I want to get on a platform next and going through a list of all the people.
1: Yeah, it's very interesting. So we we're very data driven in how we do that, and we um, we we actually look at uh, what what are people's interests, what are what are the niches that people are interested in, and how does the market work. Um, so I think very interesting about Ireland uh, is that uh, Irish people have a very high frequency of sending greeting cards. Yeah. If you look at it on a glo- global level, I think it's. About twenty five cards per person per year, yeah, uh, which is crazy. Uh, quote, like if you compare that to Sweden, I think we have seven. Yeah. Um, so that's one of the reasons why I think it's uh, so interesting for us as well, because what we're doing is is kind of similar.
0: Yeah, <clears throat> well, to me, it's a great idea because when you get a person if somebody, you know, for example, right like now we in coronavirus lockdown, and want to be cheered up, if they get a message from someone they really admire and says. Or how's it going? And cheer up, and everything is going to be better. That that can be a, a great part for the day.
1: Yeah, exactly. So that's what actually one of the most common use cases that we've seen: just cheering up someone in, in isolation during COVID, or just sending a heartfelt message message to someone because it's a very surprising effect. Um, in, in most cases, you know, the, the receiver doesn't know really how you've gotten this, so it's uh, it's kind of mind blowing, um, yeah. and that's been a very positive for us to see during the pandemic, especially.
0: And I guess that's probably helped you guys grow during the pandemic because you've actually managed to actually uh, use it as a, as a to help you grow.
1: Yeah, actually, from from uh, different factors. So one factor is is the one where where customers and users um, you can't meet uh, naturally. Yeah. So this is a digital gift and. Uh, now, during Christmas time, it's also one thing that you can actually give to someone, which is a fun digital gift, um, and sending sending a message to someone who you, who you can't meet. But also on the talent side, which is uh, our celebrities, um, because you know I think very few industries have been hit so hard, such as the sports and the entertainment industries. Yeah. Uh, and those are also mainly where our celebrities are coming from. So... Naturally, there are more time on, on the celebrities' hands, and they have more time to give back to their fans and, and actually make the videos.
0: And also makes them relevant. So still many, people still know about them.
1: Yeah, exactly. Uh, and uh, we have uh, it's, it's, uh, every, everything from up and coming ones, uh, such as YouTubers and TikTokers, and the more yeah. younger generation, to more nostalgic, nostalgic. Um, if you've, if you've been a, if you are a retired footballer, for instance.
0: Yeah, so I'm thinking of TikTokers. I'm thinking right now they're the current biggest trend, and uh, by getting in your platform, they get relevant to people who they wouldn't normally be relevant with.
1: Yeah, exactly. So um, yeah, we have a lot of TikTokers. It's actually uh, an interesting aspect because one of the trends that we saw before we started Memo was that um, the. It's now easier than ever in history to become famous, so to speak. And, and yeah. TikTok is one of these platforms where you can get hundreds of thousands, even millions of followers almost overnight. Uh, maybe not overnight with millions, but very close to. And as a, as a creator on TikTok, it's actually still very hard to monetize that. So we get a lot of uh, interest from, uh, from those kind of creators, uh, as we call them.
0: Well, I think that during the lockdown, your platform and TikTok has probably grown so much because before then, people wouldn't have heard of what you guys do. But because we're in isolation, anything that cheers us up, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a win-win.
1: Yeah, exactly. And uh, yeah, we're very, we're very happy to be able to do that. And it's, it's a win for the, for the users to be able to, to you know access these celebrities. That's the problem we had ourselves when we started this um, a year and a half back, that we could not get, get in contact with the celebrities that we wanted to connect with, we, the founders. Um, and also, obviously, the talent, because they, they now have a more structured way of, of actually connecting with their fans, and they also, also get compensation for their time and energy. And they have the option to give back to charities, so they can also select the charities they want to donate um, parts or all of their proceeds to. Um, so it's a way of, of doing social impact, too.
0: I can think in tears. Time people were saying, "Have you zoomed? Have you memoed? And have you Tiktoked?"
1: <laughs> yeah, I think I think uh, probably even sooner than that. I hope.
0: Yeah, but I mean, because of the pandemic, people are doing that now. And if somebody a year ago had bought stocks in any of these companies, they'd be very very rich now, especially with Zoom, for example.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard. You know, also if you just look at e-commerce, um, yeah, probably. E-commerce has accelerated five to ten years in just a matter of months now. So it's, it's interesting to see how this just shifts every expected future trend and in so many industries. Uh, there are so many that are also accelerating way, way quick.
0: Well, I guess ten years ago you couldn't do this because the technology wasn't there. And most guys who will be using smartphones, they weren't as good as they are now. So we try to watch video on that. would be very, very slow and the cameras wouldn't be as great as they are now.
1: Yeah, exactly. There are, there are actually a lot of factors of, of that are pointing towards like why this is happening, especially now. And and just putting putting COVID and the pandemic to the side, I think why why the time is so right for us is that one, um, you have way more accessibility and and more cost efficient data that you have. Uh, you have the option to share videos on Instagram stories and. Uh, Um, and you also have the technology everyone has a great phone, a great camera in their pocket Um, along with that there are more individuals that have now become more powerful so sort of the power has moved from institutions such as record companies and TV companies to the individuals themselves because the individuals now have millions of followers Um, and uh, they want more revenue streams uh, to diversify this with and that's kind of Kind of moving into what we call the gig economy, yeah. which in the which previously had been mainly made people think about food delivery and ride hailing and so on. Yeah. But it's, it's so much more.
0: Like a friend of mine who is a photographer, and normally he used to use nice big three, four thousand euro Sony cameras. His camera is an iPhone twelve Pro Max, and he's getting <laughs> more out of that than his than his old camera. So people are going to yeah. be using that more and more to to create content, which is great.
1: Yeah, it's definitely a generational shift there, in which you had sort of the. So I'm a. I would probably see myself as a millennial. Um, yeah. uh, I'm I'm 30 years old, and I'm I'm very much in the Instagram generation, where we have a lot of polished content and photos from studios, or a lot of editing. And I think really the Gen Z, um, which is mainly the TikTok generation, it's a lot of raw, vertical, shaky video and. Yeah. Super genuine, sometimes even planned to be genuine, and I think that's a, a very interesting shift to see like how this polished um image goes to the more raw and, and sort of real uh image instead
0: yeah, I'm thinking of that guy who was doing the video where he was on a skateboard in California drinking yes. the
1: uh, drinking the yeah. juice yeah um what's his name dog face two oh eight yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a it's a crazy story
0: and to me. I saw a speaker last month. He he, he now got himself new teeth because he could afford it now. Went yeah. to the dentist. I'm thinking it's great. And what he did was, someone that was so obvious and original and unique content, which is what I like about TikTok. You can get a lot of that in, on there.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, his his whole life changed. It's a it's a really fantastic story. If if uh, if you're reading about uh, his situation before and after this video, he's now. He's now actually he's now actually made it, and before it was um, yeah. uh, it was a total different story. So it's amazing how how things like that can just happen overnight. And I think it gives a, a really good hope for people that um, nothing is is impossible. Um, quite the contrary.
0: Yeah, and I think basically it shows shows to us, Emma can make a TikTok if they put the work in. And he did.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so he just decided to put out some content there and made a nice video and probably didn't hope for much, but then uh, it was, it was caught up by the, it was cranberry juice, I think. Yeah. And uh, they saw it and they decided to sponsor him and he went viral all over the world. And uh, yeah, amazing. See, the it's, thing uh, with TikTok is, story.
0: TikTok is easy to share content because, it, Very. yeah, yeah, which is what I like about it. Yeah. No, I'm not on there, but I, I like the way to it basically, it's easy to go and create content and share it and people can see it. Whereas in the past, when you're creating content, it was harder to share it.
1: Yeah, they really built the, the algorithms so it would all be based on content and not as much on followership. So yeah. that's a bit different from Instagram where you're more following someone, but here every single post can go viral. So yeah, they really tweaked it to, to maximize the amount of content. That's, now, that's clear.
0: Now getting back to what you do, how easy is it to scale a business? Or for you, how easy was it?
1: so our business is very scalable so we are a platform um and we don't do any manual work with the videos so the way that it works is you you as a user you go on our our website memo.me you select your favorite profile um and you type your request in free text and then the profile gets a ping in their app um Mm -hmm. so the user so the customers don't have an app but the the talent, the profiles they have an app, and then they uh, make it the request in the video, and then it gets sent straight back to the customers. They have up to seven days to respond, but it typically takes about three days. Yeah. Um, so this is very scalable because we don't really, we don't really, um, us employees at the company engage with what happens uh, in that. So um, that's why we're we're moving quite rapidly to new markets um, and uh, are able to to scale this very efficiently.
0: And uh, know recently you, you've launched in the UK as well. That must have been interesting.
1: Yeah, it's, it's very interesting. It's been really taking off. I think it's, um, it's, uh, it's, also, it's also a market where you have a lo- the culture of uh, a lot of greeting cards being sent. And people yeah. are very creative and witty in their requests. And it's a very strong um, entertainment and celebrity culture. So we've had, uh, we've had a really good product market fit, um, which, is, uh, which is really exciting to see.
0: Because in the UK they're big on reality TV, so it's easy to get. Yeah. So you've got a lot of content there already you can choose from.
1: Yeah, exactly. There, are, there are so many shows. Ladies of London, The Only Way is Essex, and uh, yeah. yeah, there are so many.
0: And a lot of these people know they're not going to last forever, so they're trying to make sure they make their money when, while they can, which is where you, you guys come in.
1: Well, I think we actually appeal to all types of talent. So we have yeah. like uh, we have more, you know the. Uh, the up and coming uh, the tiktokers and the youtubers or someone who just uh has joined a reality show or joined a football team for instance um but we also have the ones that are the really actual ones today and then we also have the the more nostalgic ones so it's uh it's a different tiers but actually we have all kinds so yeah, yeah it's really amazing to see and i think one of the reason we we did uh we did our pricing Totally up to the talent. Was that we wanted no one to be able to say this is not worth my time. So I yeah. think that's why also we get a lot of interest from um, from all types of, of talent.
0: Yeah, and I, I guess the reality star is probably the moment some of your, your biggest selling products.
1: Yeah, it is, and um, so it's reality is, is one of the biggest, and then it's in sports, and um, yeah, those are the biggest two ones. Actually, comedians uh, are really popular as well um but those three are probably the the three strongest ones closely followed by youtubers
0: yeah and uh how do you compete against your competitors or what ones do you have to compete against
1: so we we have a a few different ways but i would say the the key difference that we have is that we are um we are european we have uh the European DNA in our brand and in the way that we think. And what that actually means is that we are a global platform, but we are also local. So we want to be the place where you can find both the world-famous talent such as, uh, you know, Cristiano Ronaldo or, or world-famous football players, but also you would be able to find a local musician from the pub uh, down the road. Yeah. Um, so pretty much everyone who has fans can be on Memo, and uh, we want to make that as relevant for, uh, for the market that we're in as possible and being super localized.
0: That sounds good, because I, I, I can imagine, basically, for a world superstar, if you got ABBA on your platform, I think that would do very, very well. Yeah. But, I mean, as they're not really around anymore, except they're now going to be doing a virtual a tour with a holographic band. That's going to be strange seeing that, so... And you get other people as well. I'm thinking people who, who are dead. If you could in the future have holograms of that person
1: with AI. <laughs> yeah, it might, might be an interesting uh, product feature in the, in the future.
0: Yeah, like Comfy Bogart, for example, or James Cagney. Yeah. Or Michael Jackson. That would be amazing
1: to get yeah. a greeting from
0: them. Yeah, or Michael Jackson. Something like that that's basically something we still recognize as relevant to our, to our culture because they've done so much to pop culture and made music better or acting better. Or done things yeah. that we always think they're always going to be uh, in our thoughts because of how good they were,
1: yeah, exactly.
0: And then again, there's always politics as well, politicians and, and uh, royalty as well, different round the worlds. You might want to yeah. play, you might want to do it as well,
1: yeah. So we have uh, we have politicians uh, as a vertical as well, business people, um, and uh yeah it's it's really fun to you know you can have uh, entrepreneurs getting input on their pitch from uh, from a business uh, yeah. sort of celebrity or venture capitalist that we have in our roster or um, getting a shout out to your sales team if you're a, if you're an enterprise sales company um, and and highlighting the top salesmen of the of the month for instance yeah. um, that's actually a new type of, uh, of customers that we decided to, to focus more on lately, uh, the business customers. So yeah. we actually have businesses that uh, buy memos to either use as marketing content, especially small business owners, um, to have a celebrity talk about your brand. And you can use that in your, in your social media channels and Facebook ads, um, but also to, to just use for getting in contact with sales leads. So actually making kind of a surprise um, effect
0: yeah and to me that's cheaper because normally in the past when you get somebody to promote your brand you're talking to have a lot of money nowadays with a 30 second memo video is it's a lot cheaper
1: yeah exactly so you don't uh, you don't need to have the three or four meetings because you're you might be like i've been myself a small business owners so and i know i know how hard it was for me to to uh, get creative content uh cost efficiently uh, and that's what we really want to help them with and uh there are millions of these that are advertising on Facebook, but it's always a big problem with getting really good creative content for your, for your channels. So that's what we want to help with. And you can do it immediately on the platform. You don't need to talk to anyone. You just type in uh, the script and then you get it back in a few days.
0: Yeah, I guess before we finish, where do you plan on, grow, on growing your, the, your product
1: next? so we're we're thinking along two different uh, axes so the the first one is uh, products and there we focus on the b2b uh, the business customers that, yeah. I, that i just talked about that's a big focus and then uh, we have more coming up but we we definitely are um, a european uh player with a leading european player um, and we will keep on growing in europe with uh with many exciting markets to be announced in in the near future of uh, the beginning of 2021 um, so today we're active in six markets but uh coming coming to more very very soon
0: and I'm thinking, in the long term, could you see a scenario where you get a memo recorded in space?
1: I think so. Yeah. I think definitely we will. Um, I actually had the opportunity to to meet Elon, uh, the founder of SpaceX, uh, yeah. on, a, on a dinner a, a few years ago. So maybe we will be able to do a collab with him. Who knows?
0: Yeah, that'd be nice. Or if somebody, <laughs> the first human in Mars, or the or if we go back to the Moon again, because the US said recently, "We're going to get the first woman in the Moon soon." So if that happens, it'd be great to do the first memo from from there.
1: That would be amazing. I hope they have a great internet connection, or else we'll have to make the app available on offline mode. But uh, yeah, uh, we could probably do that.
0: Yeah, that that could be great, and I guess also maybe the future Jack Cousteau as well from underwater as well. Yeah,
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> Just taking out to the box because what you got is is a great product. I'm thinking. Outside of outside of of, of, of no places like uh Ben on, on Terra firma. if you're underwater or if you're in, in space or another another uh, planet or, or or a moon, that'll be something else that could really make you grow. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's an interesting market. Yeah. Not only thinking about cultures but also altitude. Uh, yeah. Going very deep in the oceans or, or high up in the sky.
0: Yeah. And on that note, that's, that's something that we can kind of play and think on. And uh, good luck in the future with your, with your platform product. And, and hopefully you uh, work it very well. And good luck in the future. And thanks for talking to me.
1: Thank you so much, Ron. It's been a pleasure. Likewise. Have a great
0: day. Thanks. Bye.
1: Thank you. Thanks. Bye-bye.